what's up? Mike Mendoza, Fast Real Estate Services, Doza Real Estate Group. On the commute, talking real estate, commercial, residential, real estate development, property management, uh, all of that. But um, just uh, going over, uh, what is today? Monday, the, uh, oh gosh, the 25th (laughs) of July. So almost to August, we're going to get some interesting news regarding the U.S. economy here this week. If we're officially in a recession, which I'm pretty sure we're going to be, um, and then also the feds will uh, probably announce uh, an interest rate hike again uh, this uh, this week to combat inflation. So, um, so interesting uh, times in the economy right now. We'll see how that all plays out and how that affects the real estate industry. We'll see. Um, just. Uh, I'm, thinking about stuff that I've got to do uh, or get completed. One is um, I have a self-directed IRA that I'm investing with a group, a real estate group that uh, I will probably um, take back and then uh, use that money to invest in uh, probably multifamily properties or whatever other real estate uh, is available right now that I can get a good deal on and that cash flows well. So if you're not familiar with self-directed IRAs, it is basically an IRA that you can use to invest in real estate. So I'm not an attorney. I don't, um, this is not legal advice, but, uh, call your attorney and, um, third party custodian. I used equity trust in Westlake, Ohio. They've been doing it since as long as I can remember, so over 20 years, to tell you about all the rules and things that you can use. Basically, it's an IRA that you can invest in uh, real estate with, and then just like any other IRA, uh, it's protected, uh, tax-sheltered when you make uh, a gain, on, uh, especially when it comes to real estate. If you're purchasing real estate, uh, in a distressed condition at a low price and you rehab it and then um, you sell it, for example, uh, or you can keep it um, and then any profits go back to the uh, IRA and that's uh, tax-free if it's set up properly. Obviously, you, you're not, uh, you don't have access to the money until you retire, but it's just a, a good way to build that nest egg tax-free um, uh, instead of uh, investing in traditional uh, index funds or any other kinds of uh, stocks um, or portfolio funds for that matter. So uh, take a look into that if you're if you have a, a, an IRA or a 403b sitting around that uh, you want to use to invest in real estate. Um, so like I said, talk to an attorney, talk to the third-party custodian for uh, that does self-directed IRAs, and they'll tell you all the rules on how uh, you can get that set up for you and do it legally and all of that stuff. I'm not going to go into details. Maybe we'll do a, an episode where we uh, go into detail about self-directed IRAs um, or mine in particular and how I'm using it and how it's structured to confer- uh, conform to all the laws that are out there. So that's one thing I got to get that set up. Um, and then 
looking to pull some cash out of uh, one of my properties, either through a refinance or, or a home equity line of credit. So I've got a lot of equity in my Tremont property. I think I've talked about this in other um, car reels, but looking uh, to evaluate some lenders, I, I want the, to, to do it as a HELOC so I can have flexibility when I do identify a property to purchase and I can just use it as opposed to just having the cash sitting there um, doing nothing until I find a property, which could take a few weeks, maybe a month or more, um, because inventory is really low. I'm going to probably have to get it off market. So it's going to take a little longer to acquire a property um, with that uh, with that cash, and I don't want it sitting around. So, uh, But we'll see. There might be some other options that I could uh used to utilize that cash so uh, this is a property that uh, you've heard me talk about um, this is one of my first rental properties that I bought back in 97 98 and um, now I'm using that property to leverage to buy more properties so um, you know people call it the Burr method or you know just you know buying a property increasing the equity and then leveraging that equity so that you can use it to invest in more properties. I, I wouldn't use that money to purchase frivolous things like cars or whatever. Like I'm using that to build um, my wealth as far as uh, this is why we get involved with real estate so that we can leverage those assets to um, buy more assets so that we can continue to grow that that wealth. So, um but uh, as we grow that wealth, as we get older, uh, there's also um, considerations to protect those assets, uh, especially if we lose our health. A lot of people don't realize uh, health is our most valuable asset, in my opinion, because if you don't have your health, then nothing else really matters. Um, and we're all going to lose our health and, and die. That's, that's inevitable. Like taxes you're going to die so you got to prepare for that and if you're building all these assets you want to be able to pass this down to your loved ones and leave a legacy so um, you need to protect those because um, we're i'm learning this firsthand i have a family member that is in a nursing home that did not put their uh, assets in a trust uh, in a uh, irrevocable trust so that um, when they're in a nursing home because nursing homes cost probably between five and ten thousand dollars a month so um, Medicaid does not uh, kick in so to speak until all of your assets are drawn down uh, to pay for your uh, your nursing home care and then when all those assets are depleted then Medicare will start um, paying for your nursing home care so you work all your life to build those assets and then you get sick and go in a nursing home and then the nursing home takes all those assets. So if you want to, you know, and this is if you want to pass those assets down um, that you work so hard for to your family members or maybe your favorite charity or, or wherever you want to leave a legacy, um, then you need to talk to a, an estate planning attorney and prepare for that. And uh, even though uh, I'm only 48 and I think I'm in good health, that could change tomorrow, today. So you really need to think about planning those things now. Uh, the, 
you know, no matter what your age, so that you can pull the trigger when um, you are able to versus to when it's too late and you get sick and you're in the nursing home. So learning a lot about that and how to preserve assets um, because that's why we're working, right, to build our own wealth and tend to leave a legacy for our family. At least that's the reason I'm doing it. I'm not doing it to just be able to buy expensive things or what have you. It's, it's really to leave that legacy for your family members and um, other charities and, and things like that. So um, let's see, what else do we got going on? We got a couple closings happening. A residential closing should be happening soon for a friend of ours that is purchasing their first home. And we got through the appraisal process, um, and this is an FHA loan, so uh, there were no uh, repair conditions. Uh, so that was great. And then now we're just going through the final underwriting um, and title review so that we can transfer the property to the new owner. So I'll be really happy when that happens. Uh, we're going to obviously try to leverage that um, for you residential real estate agents out there. As th This is the best time to... Uh, request a review from your client and as soon as they close because they'll be happy to do it they'll be uh, eager to do it and um, you know and then you'll get those reviews what we talked about in the last uh, car reel was that the more reviews that you get online so we have them review our Google page uh, our Google business page our Facebook um, and then any other platforms that we can get them uh, that we're on like Zillow. Um, let's see, what else are we on? So realtor.com, HomeSnap, uh, so that uh, when somebody searches for us, hopefully that'll optimize the search since we have uh, review, outside reviews from others. And we've seen that. Um, that's how I've gotten my last couple listings is people searching for me on the internet uh, because our office is in Shaker Heights. I'm going to try to optimize that so if somebody is searching for an agent uh, in other cities that my name will pop up so we'll see how that goes um, but uh, going back to the fact that this is the best time to have somebody review give you a, a positive review um, so that you can uh, you know tell the world uh, and show the world from third-party sources that you are legitimate that you give good service Hopefully, you know, obviously you have to give good service and and all of that to get the review. So, um, you know, try try as hard as you can. Make that a priority to uh, get those reviews as soon as the closing occurs. So the way that I do that is I already have a bunch of links set up in a template email so that as soon as um, I send the congratulatory um, we have transferred email, then... <coughs> Those will be right there, and then um, hopefully they'll click on the links to uh, review review you. Um, other closing we have going on is commercial property, getting through, we were talking about eviction, so um, again, I'm not an attorney, but uh, this is a unique situation. Tenant just left. Uh, they didn't tell the landlord that they were leaving, but um, had somebody picking up their mail, and the person that was picking up their mail said that they moved to California. Um, the tenant left their keys uh, in the back door of the apartment. So they didn't hand the keys to the landlord. 
Uh, so we're trying to figure out right now if that's still considered a self-eviction by handing over the keys or leaving the keys. Now, the thing that um, they, they cleaned out the fridge and they left the doors open, the electricity is off, but they left all of their furniture and stuff in the apartment. So what do you do about that? Um, you know, so we gave a, a notice of termination of lease uh, last month. So um, that was uh, posted to their door and in their mailbox. And then we also posted a three-day notice um, to vacate because they haven't uh, paid their rent for July. So, um, you know, so that is in place. So what we're trying to avoid is to file uh, an eviction um, at the court and then getting a judgment at, at the court. Um, so if, if the uh, our attorney um, determines that by leaving the keys and all of the a actions that we've seen so far, you know, and we've tried to get a hold of the tenant um, through their cell phone, they have not answered. We've left messages, um, we text messages, and we sent the three-day notice via text messages as well with no response. So um, hopefully we'll you know, we'll, we'll be able to, um, keep, um, or we'll, we'll, we'll be able to determine whether that's, uh, by leaving the keys and leaving the apartment with no response, um, that, uh, it'll be a self eviction. And then we'll have to figure out what we do with the, the contents of the apartment. Uh, you know, we might have to inventory the contents and then, um, give another notice. Uh, I believe, uh, the tenant has 15 days to respond and get their stuff before we can remove the stuff. So, but that we, we need to determine first whether, uh, the tenant has a self evicted themselves and we don't have to go through the, um, formal eviction through the court process. So talk to your attorney interest. I'll, I'll give you an update as soon as I get more info on this situation. So, you know, how it, got resolved, but, uh, very interesting case that I've never, you know, usually people leave and take their stuff. Um, but it doesn't seem like this person took their stuff. I'm assuming they got an opportunity out in California and couldn't move their stuff. So they just, um, said, well, we're just going to leave our stuff and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, have the landlord deal with it. So hopefully that's the case and we'll, we'll update you on that. And, um, Finally, we'll, I'll update you later. There's two development opportunities. That's where I'm headed now to our real estate development meeting to discuss a retail, 14,000 square feet of retail. Um, it's already almost white box. No walls are up. The floor isn't, isn't installed or poured yet, or the concrete for the floor hasn't been poured yet. And then we have to get an architect to give a plan for that. So we'll, we'll update you on that. Um, with that, that's uh, that's all for today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can call me directly on my cell phone or send me a text message, 440-941-3692. Or uh, you can DM me on Instagram, at Mike Mendoza 216 uh, And we'd love to hear from you to get feedback, what topics you want to hear, uh, and so on and so forth. So we're also on TikTok um, and also posting uh, clips of these reels on Instagram. So hopefully you can pick and choose the info you want to 
um, listen to and get sound bites from that so that, uh, uh, you know, you don't have to go and listen through the whole uh, video or audio that we're posting out there. But um, humbled and, and thankful that you're even here listening to us. And like I said, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to uh, build that community uh, of commercial real estate, residential real estate, and real estate development. Thank mm-hmm. you.